0: Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help.
1: Digital transformation comes with failures in very high-profile marketplaces. And today we're actually going to dig into a case study that focuses on a a global retailer target and the digital transformation failure within the Canadian market. I'm Kyler Cheatham from Third Stage Consulting Group. We are a completely independent and 100% technology agnostic advisory firm that helps our global clients achieve that third stage of digital transformation. So I am very excited to welcome my colleagues, Jordi and Mitch to this conversation to kind of help us unpack what we can really learn from this high profile failure. So with that, I'd love to introduce them. And I'm actually gonna start with Mitch and then we'll go to um, Jordi, who's actually our Canadian expert here. So so Mitch, can you kind of tell us your role here at Third Stage and your background in failure specifically?
2: Sure, well, that's a, that's a little to start <laughs> off with.
1: Your digital transformation
2: failure. So my name is Mitch Johnson. I'm director of transformation here at Third Stage. Uh, I've got quite a bit of background in operations um, and also just really being on the line of where business operations meets technology and Mm how technology can support uh, a growing business.
1: Absolutely. And you lead a lot of our restoration work. So this is, you know, kind of your sweet spot and knowing, you know, what that looks like as far as getting a, a digital transformation back on track
2: i also a big fan of Target. So if you're out there, I know. call me. Uh,
1: Sponsorships <laughs> are available.
2: That's
1: they right. probably may want, not want to sponsor <laughs> Um Well, Jordy, you are our resident um, Canadian. So tell us a little bit about your background and what you do. here at Third Stage, and then you can teach us a little bit about Canada.
2: Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm a consultant here at Third Stage. Um, mainly work on the delivery side of things. Uh, we'll go in. Work with our clients on site, uh, whether that's requirements gathering, gathering pain points, learning how they operate, and then from there, um, just basically working through whatever sort of engagement we're in, whether that's a software selection, implementation readiness, or uh, implementation. So a little bit of everything.
1: Yeah, a little bit of everything. Excellent. And so, where are you from in Canada?
2: I'm from Lumsden, Saskatchewan, Canada.
1: Bonus points if you know where that
2: is. (laughs) Oh yeah, yes.
1: even better, even better. So what is one thing that you miss a lot about living in the states from Canada?
2: I would say probably all the different chocolate bars that we do not have here. Okay. So that's Coffee Crisp, um Aero, caramel, uh, Okay. there's there's quite a few and then I honestly I kind of forget about them until I go home yeah. and then I'm like, wow. So that's one thing.
1: Well, that's funny. As a chocolate connoisseur myself, I'm obviously going to need to take a trip to some of our, our Canadian um, clients. And as we talk about the failures in specific marketplace, a lot of times we do a lot of inside research on marketplaces that we support a lot so that we can make sure that we're matching culture with execution when it comes to business strategy. So that's why we're having our conversation um, here today about digital transformation failures specifically in Canada. So we wanted to... to give a case study of kind of a high profile failure which is target one of the the biggest retailers here in the united states and so they recently had gone to implement stores in the canadian market and a few things went wrong with that so just giving you kind of an overview of what happened um, for the target case study and then we can kind of dig into what tactical approaches and learnings we could take from that so in 2015 Target said it would close all of the stores it had opened in Canada and actually exit the marketplace. So starting from scratch, complete failure on that um, on that part. So what it actually did is it withdrew over 5.4 billion with a B um, and net loss of 2 billion um, from the actual marketplace, so huge failure. So really, how did this happen? So when we look at the reason for this, I want to start with inventory management. A lot of times when we're looking at clients with new technology, they're trying to break into a new marketplace. And a lot of times they can do that from a technical standpoint, but as we mentioned, business operations is a huge part of that. So Target went in and opened 124 stores without an inventory management plan and without a clear supply chain. They thought they could just transfer their supply chain from their, their marketplace in the States to a new area in which they've never serviced before. So Mitch, when you do have a client that comes to you and looks at a completely new operational business strategy and execution in a new marketplace, how important is things like inventory management and supply chain specifically for brick and mortar retail when you're looking at a successful transformation project?
2: Oh, it's huge. I mean, in a retail environment, your supply chain and your flow of or it is the lifeblood of your business. So if you're having supply chain disruptions, uh, it's no, no surprise that they experience those types of losses.
0: I and mean, that's everything. Yeah. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group
1: And so being Canadian, Jordi, we did learn through our um, research on this case study that a lot of times the marketplace lives close to the United States or lives close at least within driving distance that they could access one of those bigger retailers. And that was a main pain point in the project because if now you launch all of these new beautiful stores that you spent money to build, staff, have inventory around, and you have the ability to go source that in another area. It sounds like the consumer perception of the targets in Canada were not all that positive.
2: Yeah, and I remember when Target tried to uh, move into Canada and many people such as myself went in looking for goods that you would find in the United States and and you couldn't find them. And so there was uh, a big lack of standardization between targets in the United States and targets in Canada. And when you look at the population as a whole, there's really not a huge difference between Canadians and, and Americans, and at least that's what I think from my experience. That there's lots of similarities. So, um, looking at the lack of standardization there in what they provided was was pretty shocking. And I yeah. do remember that and being like, "Why wouldn't we just go to the American targets? And if we're that close to the border?"
1: Yeah, that's interesting that you say standardization because I think that that's so important. But going back to mitch's point about the cultural nuances canadian and u.s americans that's a pretty similar culture when you're looking at the globalization of technology the standardization on the process side is so important but what about the people side even when you're going to a new marketplace that you feel like is very similar to the one you've operated in before how important are cultural assessments, Mitch, when you are kind of going into understanding a new consumer base and how they integrate with your technology?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of the most important things you can do is to understand your culture and your workforce and also your brand. So when I think about you know the fact that they're frontline employees at these brick and mortar locations, um, You know, it's really hard to communicate with them at a global level. So it really makes your communication plan and your communication strategy that much more important to make sure that everyone's on the exact same page and making sure that your strategy goes from all the way to the top, all the way to that frontline employee that's there. Um, and then also your brand, you know, Jordy mentioned not having the same consistent experience everywhere. Um, that's huge. You need to be able to say, you know, though, I like going to target because no matter where I go, um. it's the same experience everywhere. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter which one I go to, I know that I can find the things that I need You'd to rely get. On that. Yeah. yeah, you rely on mm-hmm. that. And so without having that uh, executed, uh, I can see why it was a poor experience for those customers. So let's
1: talk a little bit about restoration and kind of closing out this conversation. What can we learn from this? So they went in hard, right? They launched a lot of stores all at once within a new marketplace, which when you have the capital of that type of company would might make sense. So when you have a company that's struggling with inventory management or supply chain, what are a few things that you come in and say, all right, how do we write this ship? How do we ensure that we're getting um, good behaviors on the inventory side, on the supply chain side? What are some recommendations that you would give a company like that when they are struggling?
2: I would think about analyzing my current market and mm-hmm. and trying to understand and forecast which products you should bring in to the store and then which ones will be uh high ticket offerings and which which products do you need to have a, a a bigger backfill or supply of in your warehouses i think that's one thing that um the canadian targets could have learned from yeah is to analyze their current market i said that it's very similar to the united yeah. states but there's definitely some some yeah. differences and little tiny nuances so beginning with the end in mind seeing what your consumers are really looking for and then working from there backwards and, and making sure that your supply chain fits the need that the consumers are looking
1: for 100 that customer-centric approach to business operations is a main trend that we've seen in 2024 it's no longer just back house right we've seen with the COVID 19 pandemic how that can really affect front-end consumers So final thoughts here, Mitch, on looking at supply chain specifically, because that is the reason for this billion-dollar failure, ultimately. How important is supply chain management visibility within your overall technology stack so that you're able to forward think these types of failures?
2: I don't know how you can try and execute a project like this with this skill without supply chain visibility. Uh, understanding the rate and turnover for all of your products and, and the velocity that they're moving. Um, I don't know how anyone can do that and try and do that at that scale without those key insights. So it, it seemed like it was doomed to fail uh, based on the way that they went about doing these things based on what we're saying here.
1: Absolutely. Well, lots of great information that we learned from here. So thanks for kind of unpacking that and sharing your insights with us when it comes to this failure within the Canadian market. We always turn to our audience because the importance of the third stage mission is the diversification of communication and the sharing of learning. So if you do have more insights around this transformation failure or failures in general, I encourage you to share in the comments. You can also view our YouTube channel for additional failures in other areas, as well as some supply chain and inventory management supporting systems and strategies. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Kyler Cheetah with Third Stage Consulting Group, and we'll see you next time.
0: Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.